Hey, hey, spicy ladies. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Man, if you have not listened to last week's interview with Dr. Shannon O'Brien, I highly, highly encourage you to go listen to that first. Um, Put it on your queue, put it on your radar because it was such a good interview. And I just feel like she brought so much education and so many practical takeaways for you and things that you can walk into the world and start putting into practice. And this week, I wanted to come off of the end of her interview and kind of do a continuation this week into getting back to the basics. And at the end of the interview last week, you know, the back half, she really focused on her five pillars. And these are the five things that she focuses on, not only with her patients, but with herself. And these are the five areas that she checks in on. And so, you know, as I was going through this week, you know, as a country, we had a very difficult week. It was just, um, you know, to be honest, to live in Georgia, it was kind of a weird, like off like off balance week because we had all of our high school graduations this week, but then simultaneously on Tuesday afternoon, we had a mass shooting and lost babies in our country, lost kids. And so it was just this weird balance of like celebrating these 18 year olds, you know, making it through school and graduating, you know, paired with this horrible nightmare tragedy of these kids being taken off the earth and being murdered. And so I, you know, was speaking to my husband, I talked to a couple of my friends and it just seems like the current theme in my life, including with myself, if I'm being completely honest, is we feel out of it. The conversations that I've had with my friends and with my husband and with other people in my life is just not feeling we like the simultaneous feeling of, of just feeling out of it and not feeling connected with ourselves. And it's almost that it, it, it's one of those things where you know exactly what I'm talking about, but I'm not even sure how to adequately describe it other than I just feel off balance. You know, I was talking to one of my close friends and she said the same type of thing. Like, I don't really know how to describe it. I just feel off balance. I don't feel like myself. I don't feel fully connected. And you know what that's like when you get into a place where you are either, you know, a lot of times for me, it happens when I'm overwhelmed and I'm, t- I have taken to on too much, or I just feel like I'm on go, 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 go. And I'm not resting really well. I'm not pausing really well. And I can get out of it. I have noticed that a lot of times, if I'm being completely honest, when I am um, PMSing, when I'm about to start the beginning of my cycle, I can feel a little bit off balance if, you know, something happened like this week, you know, we had, we had graduations and we had this mass shooting and now our country's in like all over the place that, you know, high stress, high levels of stress can cause you to feel out of it. So if you are in that space, I want you to know that one, it's completely normal because you are a human. And I know a lot of times, you know, we, you're on this podcast to personally develop and to become a better, the best possible version of yourself and to learn and to grow. But I want you to know that part of the growing process is the ebbing. It is when you're in the valleys or maybe not even as dramatic as being in a valley. It's just, it is human to not feel fully yourself all the time. It is human to not feel hundred percent all the time. And as somebody who is an Enneagram eight, I, I have always been somebody who is a very hard worker and almost to a almost to the point, and I have to watch myself that I don't put my identity in the things that I'm succeeding in or my identity, even in the things that I'm getting done. And so in a time like this, where there's high levels of stress or where I maybe am not getting as much done, it's easy for me to feel disconnect. 
And if you are in that space, I want you to know that you are not alone and that two, it's vital for you to give yourself grace and for you to understand that there are going to be times in your life and times, you know, throughout your month, let's say that you don't feel connected to yourself. And there's also going to be really awesome times where you feel fully connected to yourself and you feel like you're just in this perfect, um, not even, I would say like a state of fulfillment and joy and almost serenity because you're just at this place of peace where you feel connected to yourself. You feel like you have a good flow going on. You know, you're in the mountaintops, you're experiencing abundance, you're experiencing favor, or you just feel really good. That is also going to be a season in your life. If you are in that space right now, take full advantage. I think sometimes we get into these spaces where we feel really good or we're getting a lot of things done or we're experiencing favor, we're experiencing abundance and, and we are experiencing good things. And instead of fully embracing those, we're waiting on the shoe to drop. We're waiting on it all to come crashing down. We don't even, it's so crazy because sometimes, you know, we get into these spaces where we feel out of it and we're like, man, I just wish I could feel good again. I wish I could feel connected again. I wish I felt fully myself. And then we get into these spaces where we do feel really good and we do feel like ourselves and all these great things are happening for us. And we're creating a lot of joy and fulfillment in our life. And we don't even take advantage because we're worried. We're, we're thinking about when it's going to, going to end. So if you're in that space right now, I want you to take full advantage and just live in it. Be present in the fact that you're feeling connected to yourself. But if you're not, I want you to one, give yourself grace because you're a human. And two, I want to encourage you to get back to your basics. And, you know, last week on the back half of the interview, Dr. Shannon talked about her five basics or her five pillars. And so today I want to talk about, I want to talk about what it is and help you discover and kind of build out your basics. I was talking to one of my friends on the phone last Sunday evening, and I talked about, you know, I just feel out of it. I feel like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm chasing after something and I'm looking ahead to things instead of being really present in the moment. And I just feel like I feel this, this, she had mentioned that she felt this state of unrest. And I was like, man, that actually is a good description of how I'm feeling just not at peace within myself. And her recommendation, and I loved it, is to get back to the basics. And for her, you know, her top pillar in her life is God. And same goes for me. And if you're listening and the same goes for you, this is where I'm going to start today. So today I want to help you build out what it is that your basics are and what you can do when you are feeling out of it and things that you can personally check in on. And there's going to be some things on the list today that everybody should check in on. And there's going to be some things on the list today that are just specific to you and you might share in them with me and you might not. And that is totally okay. The first thing that I want to speak on though, is checking in with your creator. And so, like I said, you know, my friend encouraged that I get back to the basics and she knows that my top pillar in my life is God as well and prayer and staying connected to Jesus and my relationship with Jesus, my one-on-one -on -one intimate relationship with the creator of the universe. And so if that's you, that is something that you can check in on. You know, what, what, how is your quiet time with God? How is your journaling? Are you taking time to pray? Are you taking time to be in gratitude and be thankful? Because sometimes when we're in a space where we're just not, we were, we feel out of it and we almost are noticing that our energy is moving to a negative space. One of the best practices that we can do is to turn to gratitude. And instead of allowing our brain to just go down a rabbit hole of all the things that are going wrong or that we perceive are going wrong because because life is all about how you how you perceive it 
instead of choosing that, we can choose gratitude and choose to decide and look for things that are going really well and things that we perceive to be going right and abundance that we have received. The fact that we woke up this morning, that we have blood in our veins and breath in our lungs, it's little things like that that can really turn your energy to a different space and really help your brain look for evidence of good and look for evidence of positive and look for evidence of abundance. And then your mindset does start to change. So it's really about getting back to your creator. What has the creator given me? And like I said, for me, it's God. And for you, it might be something else. It might be creator. It might be the universe. Whatever it is that you are choosing to believe in, it's really getting back to connecting with the creator, connecting with God himself and, and deciding, you know, you are who created me and you are the ultimate God of peace. So I'm going to seek after you because I know that you can give me the peace that I'm looking for. The second piece is getting back connected to the earth. And I've talked about this on my podcast before, the idea of earthing and getting connected. And this is a basic that I believe everybody should be doing. You should be spending time outside. You will notice today that none of my recommendations recommend you turn back to your phone or turn back to a screen or turn back to TV. Put your phone down and go outside. You were created to live in the earth and to soak up nature. If you look around, you see that we live in an abundant universe, a universe that we've created for us to take advantage of. And one of the best things that you can do is earth. And what earthing is, is one, getting outside. You're getting vitamin D because you're going to be outside. You're getting fresh air. You're getting reconnected to the earth. What you're getting reconnected to the space that you came from, from dust to dust, and you are simultaneously recharging yourself. So when you go outside, take your shoes off, walk barefoot in the grass. There are so many ways that earthing can benefit you. It helps you with your mood. It helps you with your sleep. It actually recharges your cells. And I know I've said this before, but if this is your first episode, just in case, when you go outside and you take your shoes off and you walk around barefoot in the grass, it's the same thing as when you plug in your phone to the charger. So think of yourself as your cell phone and the earth, the magnetic fields in our earth as being the charger. Those are actually recharging your cells. And that's why earthing is so powerful. And that's why it's so highly recommended. And I love that it's becoming trendier and trendier and trendier because I'm like, yes, we're getting back connected to our earth when we are choosing to not be such a virtual society. We are choosing to be a society that's more outside, that's more in the sun, that's breathing in more fresh air, that's staying more connected to our earth. And because we're doing that, it's only going to be beneficial to not only us, but to humankind as, as one, to our relationships with others. Because here's what I know, when I am my best self, I show up and serve from my best self. And if I'm bringing my best self to the table and the person across from me is bringing their best self to the table, our world is only going to get better. And part of being your best self is taking care of yourself. And part of taking care of yourself is getting back to the basics. We are from the earth. Therefore, we've got to go spend time in it. Go spend time with it. Put your bare feet in the grass. Get some vitamin D from the sun. 
It also helps your immune system. Not only when you earth are you helping your immune system from the earth itself, but because you're taking in the source of vitamin D, you're also helping your immune system. And if you're, if you have a strong immune system, you're able to be around other people and experience things and get out into the world and fight off whatever comes your way. One, become a stronger human being because of it, because your system's going to receive it. It's going to fight it off, but it's also going to imprint it in you, therefore making you a stronger version of yourself. There's so much good to be had when you get outside. The third thing is water. And again, this is something that all of us need. And this is super basic. You know, Dr. Shannon talked about it last week on the episode, checking in and and assessing whether or not you are drinking enough water. Water is like the miracle liquid. There, I, I'm not going to go into the details of all the things that water helps you with because I believe that you already know that. But some basic things that you can start putting into place when you wake up, the first thing that you should do in the morning, you know, you splash your face with water if you want to go drink eight ounces of water at least. If you just got done sleeping, let's say you've had, you know, six to eight hours of sleep, that's six to eight hours that you did not have water. Your body is dehydrated. Part of the reason that you feel tired, a piece of the reason that you're tired in the morning is because you're dehydrated. So drink your water first and then have your coffee. And then throughout the day, just follow the easy rule of thumb. Half your body weight in ounces is how much water you should be drinking every single day. And you have to offset If you drink coffee, if you drink eight ounces of coffee, you need to add eight ounces of water back in. So for example, I weigh about 135. Let's just say 130. So I don't ruin this math. I weigh 130. So I need to have at least 65 ounces of water every single day. Well, also at the same time, I honestly have about 20 ounces of coffee every single day. So I need to make sure that I have at least 65 ounces of water plus 20 more ounces of water to offset the 20 ounces of coffee that I had. And any other drinks that I have throughout the day, you know, if I have a seltzer, if I have a glass of wine at night, et cetera, et cetera, I need to make sure that I'm compensating for the other liquids that I had with water. So if that's you, that's the good rule of thumb for water. And really, if you want to keep it simple, just stay at the simple rule of thumb, half your body weight in ounces of water a day. That's where you should start. And there's different ways you can do that. I personally love cups. Other people love those big old jugs. Other people like their water bottles. Whatever it is that you like that works for you, do that. Find what works for you. And if you're not sure, ask for recommendations. Start drinking your water. It's necessary. The the other thing that we have to get back to as a basic is, is our bread. What are you eating? That's one of the telltale signs I know when my mood starts changing or if I'm feeling, if when I start to feel really groggy, I know that my diet is off. And when I say diet, everybody has a diet. I know people are say like, oh, I don't like diets. I'm not a fan of diets. You are dieting. Your diet is what you eat in a day. When I say diet, it's what you're eating in a day. It's your menu, your diet, whatever you want to call it. If you are not feeling yourself or you notice that you keep getting sick, or you notice that you're groggy, or you have headaches, or you just feel heavy and you can't focus, you don't have a lot of energy, you need to be assessing what it is that you're putting into your body. Because there's food that fuels you and there's food that drains you. I don't like labeling food good and bad. I have overcome my toxic relationship with food and those were labels that I used in the past and I don't feel like those are healthy labels, but there is certainly food that fuels you and there's food that drains you. 
And I can tell when I'm groggy or I'm out of energy or I'm cranky. A lot of times, if I look back at my basics, my diet is one of the telltale signs that something is off, that I'm not sticking to my basics, that I'm not getting enough vegetables, that I'm not eating enough fruit. I'm maybe not drinking enough water. I'm not eating good lean protein. I'm not eating foods that fulfill me. I'm eating empty carbs. I'm eating a lot of processed sugar, taking in a lot of dairy, and now I feel inflamed. It's little things to check in on. We're checking in with our creator. We're spending time with the earth. We're drinking our water. We're getting our daily bread, bread that actually fuels us and fulfills us and and is, is helpful for our bodies. And the next part is people. Are you spending time with other people? Because at the end of the day, we were created to be in relationship with others. One of my favorite episodes I've ever recorded, it's called Support System Required. I would highly, highly encourage you to go listen to that. Those are the type of people that you need in your life. But when you're getting back to the basics, asking yourself the question, am I checking in with my people? Am I checking in with my safe people? Do my safe people know how I'm feeling? Am I willing to have those conversations? And listen, friend, listen, I am, an, again, I'm an Enneagram 8, and this piece of me is like Enneagram 8 to a T. It, it is hard for me to be fully vulnerable with people because I've learned how to self-cope. I've learned how to take care of myself. I've learned how to get back to my basics. I've learned whatever, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, I still need people just like you still need people. And even if it's just your one safest person, letting things out, releasing whatever is inside, releasing your thoughts out into the world is therapeutic. And it's helpful because it's one less thing that your brain has to take hold of. And I want so bad to nerd out and talk about this recent season of Stranger Things, but I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But one of the common themes of this season is people staying in isolation and holding on to things that are happening to them instead of releasing them to their friends. And as you know, you're better off fighting with others and fighting on your own. Don't fight your battles alone. If you feel off and you feel off balance and you don't feel like yourself and it's just, your energy is off and it's been hard to be joyful. It's been hard to feel fulfilled. You notice that you are, you're, you have less patience. Your fuse is a little bit shorter. You're a little bit snippy. Talk to your people. Please at least talk to your person, talk to your safest person, get whatever it is that's going on in your head out. Because the more you hold it in, the more pressure you're putting on yourself and the more you're having to fight alone. And you, and again, like I said earlier in the episode, I believe in God. And I also believe in the enemy. Satan is very real and he wants you to fight your battles alone and you were not created to fight alone. And if you don't believe in God, the same still rings true for you. You are not meant to fight your battles alone. So open up your mouth, speak out what is going on so that you're not fighting alone anymore. And it's also massively therapeutic to just get it out. I had things that were weighing really, really, really heavy on my heart this week. And I kept it to myself for a couple of days. And then finally on Thursday, I sat down with my husband and I just released it all. And I was like weeping. Because I had held so much in trying to fight it on my own instead of calling for help. Call your people for help. And the last thing that all of us should do when we, when we get back to our basics is spending time with ourselves. I will die on this hill. You have got to spend time with yourself. You cannot bring your best self to other people 
and thrive in relationships if you're not spending time with yourself. Start spending time with yourself, with your thoughts. How am I feeling in the midst of what's going on in my world? How do I feel? How do I feel in my relationships? How do I feel in my relationships with my family? How do I feel in my relationship with my friends? How do I feel in my relationship with my spouse, my significant other? How do I feel at my job? Am I feeling fulfilled? What are things that are really going great for me? And what are things that are bothering me that are getting under my skin? Letting it all out. How do I feel when I operate day to day? How do I feel in my home? What are thoughts that keep coming back that are, that are either one are really good or two are trying to beat me down? What currently am I looking for evidence of? And when I say that, I mean, Whatever you think about, your brain goes to work to look for evidence of. So when I talked about earlier in the episode, being grateful, when you start practicing gratitude, your brain goes out into the world and looks for evidence of things to be grateful for. But if you are in a space where you're constantly complaining and you're constantly either berating yourself or complaining about people, or you're moaning about something or the other, your brain is going to go to work to look for more of that energy. You have to decide to choose your energy wisely. You're getting, we're getting back to the basics. How do I feel? What evidence am I looking for out into the world? And let me tell you something, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm not saying that you have to feel 100% great and 100% joyful and happy and fulfilled 100% of the time. That's not realistic. You're a human being. You're not a robot. But when you're in these spaces where you feel off and you feel like you're not connected to yourself and you just can't be present and you're just feeling a little off your axis, one, it's okay, but two, get back to your basics because certainly you don't want to sit there. And a piece of getting back to your basics is allowing yourself to feel what it is that's happening. Even if it's really hard to feel. I talked about this week, I finally released these things that were laying heavy on my heart on Thursday. This, the mass shooting that happened in Texas laid very, very, very heavy on me. And I know if you're listening to this, it probably laid very heavy on you, but did you give yourself time to process? Because if something happened in your life and in your world, that's laying heavy on your heart and it's caught and it's laying heavy on your shoulders and you're carrying it all by yourself, you have to give yourself time to process. You don't have to keep going on in the world. Like everything is normal. If you are living in your world right now and everything's not normal, stop acting like it is. Don't recluse and try to fight it on your own or cover it up by drinking or binging TV or sleeping, or, or not talking to people, or staying at home, or spending all this, or spending all of your time alone. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying spend all your time alone, but I am saying find some time where you can truly be with yourself and assess how it is that you feel. If something happened at work, or something happened in your marriage, or something happened at home, or with your friends, or whatever, if, if there's a circumstance that took place, take time to assess how it is that you feel about it. Or if there's something that you're getting anxious about for the future, take time to sit down now and assess, why am I feeling anxious about this? Where am I getting ahead of myself? Where am I not being present? Where am I freaking myself out over things that haven't even happened yet? But you can't do that. You can't get back to what's going on if you don't spend time with yourself. 
and love yourself. This is what I'm going to leave you with today. One of the basics of being a human being is love and experiencing love. The way that we experience and the way that we give love is by first loving ourselves. And I know that seems so backward and it seems so, oh, but you're supposed to serve others or love, you know, you're supposed to put others ahead of yourself. But, but the word of God literally says, love your neighbor as yourself. So if you really break that down, if you have to love him or her as yourself, you have to love yourself first. Love yourself, treat yourself. Little things. One thing that I put into practice is every Friday when I get off of work, I go to Starbucks and I get my, and I splurge on my favorite drink. Is the, is the coffee itself worth the $5 I spend on it? No, but is loving myself and celebrating myself for a week of hard work worth the $5? You better fucking believe it. It's worth it for me to go across the street and spend five fifty on myself and splurge to tell myself, good job. It's a little pat on the back that I give myself. Where are you giving yourself a pat on the back throughout the week? Where are you loving yourself really well? And it might not be something like that for you. It might be going on a trip. It might be buying yourself the pair of shoes. It might be choosing to go spend time with yourself. It might be going to get a pedicure. I don't know what it is for you. I don't know how it is that you love yourself or you celebrate yourself, but if you are looking back at the, I just want you to look back at the last two weeks. What have you done over the past two weeks that has celebrated and loved you? And if, if I ask you that question and you don't have an answer, that's where you need to start. That's a basic that you're missing out on. A basic of being a human being and feeling and, and living in joy is loving yourself really well, really well. And I have an episode all about this. I actually have two episodes called reverse engineering. So if you are a woman and you feel like you're not loving yourself really well right now, you need to start loving yourself. You need to start putting things into practice, doing things that a woman who does love herself does. And a woman who loves herself celebrates herself. So you start celebrating yourself, reverse engineer, how to get back to loving you. And again, when you spend time with the creator, the more you spend time with the creator, the, the one who created you, the more you love the creator, the more you'll love yourself and vice versa. The more you love yourself, the more you love a creation that the creator created. So the more you love him. But if you're feeling in the space where you feel out of it, get back to your basics, check in. Am I spending time with the creator? Am I spending time on earth and in earth? where I came from? Am I drinking enough water? Am I filling my body with what it needs? Am I getting the bread that I need, the nutrients? Is the menu that I'm, is what I'm inputting in my body going to help my body for the long run? Is it fueling me? Am I spending time with my people? Am I being open about how I'm genuinely feeling? Am I, am I being open and honest and vulnerable with my safest person and or people so that I'm not fighting my battles alone? And lastly, am I spending time with myself? Am I spending time loving myself, patting myself on the back, celebrating myself, looking myself in the mirror and telling myself, you are doing a great job, you powerful woman. Get back to your basics. I love you guys. Thank you so, so much for listening today. I hope that today challenged some things. I hope that today I asked you some questions and got your thoughts rolling and I'm really challenging you to love yourself better and to be a better version of yourself. And when I say that, I mean somebody who's more connected to herself and can be present and feels joyful and fulfilled. 
and feels connected to her people and connected to herself and connected to her creator. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please do me a favor, leave a comment, leave a rating and share it to your socials so I can reach more powerful growth-minded women just like you.